Radio brings you the 2023 National Arts Festival. Ootelete right on cue. Welcome to the sixth episode of Right on Q. I'm your host, Nandembekela. It is the fourth day of the National Arts Festival. I really hope you, your family and friends are enjoying this experience. As promised, I bring you another edition of what's happening in the festival. Msaki performed Diozilanda to an intimate audience on Saturday, the 24th of June. And in an interactive experience with Hila, guide, well-versed in indigenous technologies, Makosi Naisna, this deeply personal work reflects on her traumas and Makanda's greater frontier history of violence. She opens up channels of her healing development. Visit the Arthurstone Gallery for her exhibition, Delukufa, open again on the 2nd of July. But my parents, uh, my dad is from the former Transkai area in Ngamakwe. And my mother, Kogwase Peuleni, Kasetigen, Dombegwanjuka. Then my dad, Ngulusaseni, Pangamambandla, Pangkotlamini. Grew up um, in schools in the Eastern Cape, between here, Makanda, East London, and Cathcart. How did you begin your spiritual journey? I think we were all on a spiritual journey, and mine just made, was made obvious by my inclination towards creativity. And so when I first became an artist, a visual artist, which is what I came to Rhodes to study, in fact, even before Rhodes, I was doing graphic design. I was, For me, creativity, the entry point was visual work. Then once I kind of understood that, oh, I'm generally creative, then accepted that as a lifestyle, as a creative, then all of a sudden music started coming. So music came late. And then the music took over, and I ended up leaving to to pursue a career as a musician because it was moving, it was supporting me faster than all my other loves. And then now I've kind of found my way back to my visual arts. And through that, I think spirituality has always followed because it's so close to my DNA, my gift, my spirituality is right there. It's what governs my inner world. All of these things are saying the same thing, and essentially we're asking the same questions. But it's also to acknowledge where the philosophies have gone or violent when they should have been peaceful. And so you see a clash here between spirituality and violence. There's a lot of bang, bang, shoot, shoot. You see the clergy, you see the ancestors, you see the church, you see bones, you see decay, you see blood. But it's church, but also questions about, you know, why blood was shed on this land and was it necessary? And do people understand the, the connotations or the, the implications of that? on this generation? How do we make sense of all of those things? And how does the macro violence of this space sort of intersect the micro monuments of my own injustices and violences in my personal life that I've experienced on this land? And that's, those are the questions that I'm asking as I kind of come back to an intentional place of healing on some otherwise makupilwe, even though the questions are left unanswered. That's kind of where, this is why like, I didn't talk about the violence, I talked about the healing. Because at the end of the day, we know about the violence. We know there's no justice, and we know that we may not get it because that's what happens. You can sit in court and not get your justice. You can protest and not get your justice. But how do you move and how do you heal regardless of that? And that's the, the place that I'm at. You know? So 
Um, last questions. Um, what do you want people who watch this exhibition to take away? I have not, not thought about that at all. I've just tried to make the space as true as possible and as open um, and as raw as it can be. And people will take from it what they need because they're interfacing it. questions With their own answers, with their own experiences. And then that's, that's kind of the... A holy collaboration. Umkondo is inspired by Lula Mamasimini's own family history and explores the use of theater and ritual as a way of healing the self and community at large. The story is narrated through multimedia, poetry, drama, song, and dance. Our reporter Zandile Jilani attended the show and brought us this report. Yeah, Mkondo is like a trail, you know, it's like retracing, it's more like a, yeah, it's like in Lela that you've, 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 you've gone through, you know, so basically it's like looking back, that's what Mkondo is, it's like looking back and, and retracing your steps, basically, literally, and in this case it's more of a spiritual thing. personal story for me, you know, it's based on my life story. Um, it just happened that I, in the middle of my master's I suffered a brain tumor, you know. So this is where the story was born, you know. So, and the, the whole concept of healing was always, it's actually, I was always on this concept even before I realized I was sick. So I was also occupied about what, what theater can be used for. So I found this kind of, you know, mixture of, of our own rituals and then with all the magic you've seen, realism, and all the others. So basically, I took all the theater stars and I put them together. And I'm It's always nice for young people to come see their history and see that, wow, we come from there. I wouldn't want to go there. Because it's always the case that we have to learn history so that we don't repeat it. Because the danger is we keep doing the same things because we don't learn from our own history. We don't even know. We even call people, but we all come all over Africa. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things. It's, it's, we are connected. That's what I think the, the kids need to come see works like this. Is that we are all one. The diva and her demons unpack the brief and impactful life of this once-in-a-generation talent who captured the imagination of both the mainstream pop chart and lovers of this timeless soul music of yesteryear. This, the last real individualistic around, passed away at the age of 27. But to understand how she died, they looked at how she lived. Our reporters Amatle Sosha and Wangambau had a sit-down interview with the performers. 
I'm Christo. I'm Kerry. And I'm Kurt. I've never wanted to do anything with my life except be in entertainment. Um, apparently when I was three I went into the kitchen and told my mom that I'm going to Hollywood. <laughs> so I haven't made it that far yet, but but uh, yeah, just um, and most of my career has been more musical than the acting side. But I did end up in Joburg for a couple of years and then did some some acting there, including movies and Andy Sidinga for a couple of years. So that that was great and it was a great education as well, which has helped the music career. Yeah, and I, um, I did my first gig at three years old uh, when I sang in front of a bunch of police officers at some, some other functions. Yes, yeah. And uh, now I just hit things and earn money that way. It's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I was in East London and I moved up to Joburg and um, started in the film and TV industry and um, and worked with uh, alongside Mandela Blackbrain in Mzanzi Magic's TV shows like Lockdown and Abomzala. So that's kind of, yeah, coming from that back to the Eastern Cape now. So I've only just recently moved back to the Eastern Cape. No, no, no. Um, I met Christo. Probably had a Frankie gig. Yeah. Yes, I think so. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, so I play for a, for a swing band, like an eight-piece, nine-piece swing band, and she came and uh, did a did a guest guest spot on vocals for that in yeah, uh, London. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then you started booking me for shows and. <laughs> yeah. And Kurt, I mean, we grew up in East London at the same time, but we never met each other then. I heard on radio though. <laughs> 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 I had like, oh, I don't know, a, a song yeah, on the charts then. Song, um, and then uh, I think we might have in hooked Joburg. up in Joburg. Yeah, we did one or two gigs for Barnyard, I think, together. Yeah. Some corporates. Yeah. yeah. And then, then I think you got hold of me and said, oh, you're moving back to the Eastern Cape. And I was like, oh, that's handy. And then, you know, you need a guitarist. And they're like, who, who do I have on my phone that's a guitarist? <laughs> oh, good. And he's just on the road. I was like, Brie, you want to do a gig? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to focus on the jazz aspect. We've added some guitar solos. That's so you noticed. Yeah. So you, you can get a much better sense of the music. Also, the, the Amy Winehouse music that you're used to on the radio is very, very highly produced. Mm. So we've stripped it down to drums, bass, guitar, where you can really hear the music aspect of it. She had th the most incredible vocal ability. She could bend notes and twist this and just, oh, it, it's beautiful when you hear her singing her songs in, in a stripped-down environment without all of that production, you really get a sense of what an incredible artist she was. I don't think that her albums actually give her talent yeah. justice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The albums sold, but they didn't show her off as the incredible artist that she was. Sandy Vladin studied here at Rhodes University. She is the director of Itala and has directed a number of works such as Spaces Between, Colorblind, which showcased at the National Arts Festival in here, Makanda. Itala will create conversations when it comes to resilencing. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sandy Flander and I am the director slash choreographer of Ikala. So what inspired you to create Ikala? To first start on where Ikala stemmed from. It stemmed from um, the inspiration from my grandma who lost her life um, through an act of gender-based violence um, where he, my grandpa was the person who killed my grandma. 
Um, and in so doing, what happened then, it took on a space where the community, um, the chief had to um, through his, his actions. And through that, that came the idea of the birth space of that using the Zulu Amatai and the Zulu, taking on the Zulu culture, um, per se, from the Amabai um, Labagogai at the beginning, which is um, usually um, dedicated to the maidens, that became the idea of how do we look at toxic masculinity and then say we look at toxic masculinity, um, how do we then place it in a space where it's both strong and unstrung movement? And the reason why Iqala becomes more of the idea of strong and unstrung movement at many times is because the idea is that if life was structured and we knew what A and B and C was, um, we would not have the pandemic of gender-based violence, we would not have the GBV pandemic. Um, so in so doing, then that came the spot of where we started looking through what Iqala is and through that looking at a case of basically Munekala, you as a person have... Um, your in a Zulu style is basically means that um, this is the sentencing that you're getting or because you've committed a crime towards someone. So the idea then that then birthed onto um, it got the performance where we looked at the um, certain readings from South African um, um, Rape, South African Nightmare, um, and we also looked at certain other articles that around that spoke about different types of GBV acts that happen all around South Africa and the world per se. Um, we also look at the, at the incorporating movement, so dance and physical theatre quite a bit. Um, I feel like my favourite scene was the last scene because as much as it looked complete, it also had it. Um, it looked like it. It felt incomplete because is this where we want to end it off? You know what I'm saying. So that part was, um, especially because like I, I'm I was the seer. So I'm watching from the perspective of the audience. So from from that perspective, me watching it, I just felt like, is this is this it? Like it it felt looked complete, but it also didn't feel complete. What can the audience expect from Italy? Um, they can expect a lot to question themselves, I think. This episode was brought to you by Q Radio in collaboration with RMR and the School of Journalism and Media Studies. A special thank you to Ngo Singh for producing the show. See you tomorrow when we bring you all things National Arts Festival. Radio brings you the 2023 National Arts Festival. Ootelezi, right on cue. Hashtag Itakufetula. Cue Radio.